This is a Capricorn FM podcast. It's Tech Savvy Tuesdays. We take our time and observe the tech world from a different perspective, okay? Now, over the past years, I can bet that a lot of us have had an idea to start some kind of app uh, or company that is tech-inclined. But our biggest worry is... Would I even know what to do or where to start without the basic background knowledge of coding, right? Now, it's a valid question because the assumption worldwide is that you at least need to know how to code before you can start a tech-based company. But is it true? Because according to research, not every startup founder has programming skills. But industry experts say that it's wise to have someone on board with technical knowledge. Mason Mairi is the co-founder of Law Trust and he joins us on the line right now to talk a bit more about this. Mason, welcome to the show. I'm so glad we're talking about tech today because I realize I definitely cannot talk about politics. So let's talk about the predictable, fun side of technology. (laughs) 100%. Now, Mason, how often do you come across a tech company that is owned by someone who doesn't know much about coding? Actually, pretty often. You know, if you look at... uh, a lot of the tech companies out there, you know, they started off by reselling something, you know, so a product that was built by someone else. And uh, and most of them are actually run by financial people, you know, so it happens more often than you think. Because I think one of the, the biggest things, and we talked about it in the show before, is that you've got to understand the problem. You don't necessarily need to fall in love with the tech. You've got to fall in love with the problem that you're seeing and solve it. Yeah. And, uh, and then anybody can get into business. You know, that's the most important thing of being an entrepreneur. All right. Now, experts say that uh, a wide variety of resources are available for entrepreneurs who have an idea for a tech company but lack the programming skills to build it. Tell us a little bit more about some of these uh, resources, especially in the South African context. So, again, the first thing is we've we got to do is let's, let's remember our mantra, and that is fall in love with the problems. Let's look at the situation around us. You know, we've had COVID, ignoring the happenings of the last few days, but... Um, Companies have been under pressure and they have to digitalize. You know, they've got to automate things because they've got to work from home. In that statement, there's a huge amount of problems that normal businesses are facing because they've got to digitalize. So there's an example. They used to do things in a face-to-face manner and now they need help to actually do it in an online manner. There's some businesses right there. So the first thing is you've got to understand these problems. The next thing is you've got to educate yourself a bit. You know, we can throw out some tech tools and I'm going to. But uh, the thing is, you've got to go and look for education. Quite often, some of the bigger players in the market will actually give you quite a lot of free education on their product. And you don't have to use it, but you can learn. You know, so you can learn about building websites, building mm. apps, selling things online, digitally signing things online. Remember, you're going to have to contract with people as well. You know, so look for that education. You know, if you're going to go into tech, the least you've got to do is you've got to be good at researching online. Mm. Then we get to the apps. You know, so again, start with some of the bigger ones. I'm not saying you've got to use it or that that modeler's right to you, but if you want to build a website, have a look at things like Webflow, WordPress. Look at some of the hosting providers in South Africa. You know, mm, yeah. there's too many to name, but somebody like Aptrihost would give a whole lot of tools. If you want to sell something online, look at Shopify, WordPress. If you want to sign something online, look at Signing Up. You know, that's something that we provide, but there's a lot of education to actually help you there. Um, so there's numerous tools that can actually teach you something and help you get out the starting block, you know, and once you know what you want to do, the concept you want to prove, remember you want to demonstrate value to your potential customer base and keep in mind you want to demonstrate to investors. 
So this is going to help you at least get the basic value proposition of the ground. You know, it, at some point you might need to get other developers in. You know, but at least this can help you accelerate and get your value proposition off the ground um, to to start getting the rand to flow through. Yeah. All right, Mason. Now. I think maybe lastly, right, when, let's say your company's starting out and everyone knows that many people can't really uh, afford to hire people, especially during times like these. So how do you make up for the skills shortage in your tech company as somebody that, you know, doesn't necessarily code? So the first thing again is you're going to have to figure out how you're going to prove your concept, to prove your value. You know, so in the engineering industry, which I come from, we always used to talk uh, about this proof of concept that we do, you know, and uh, it's the minimal viable product that you actually want to get out there and test. But these days, customers think differently. They actually need to love your product from the beginning, you know, so you've got to make sure yeah. you prove your value but make it look good. Once you've got that, then you can do one of two things. One is you can go and look for partners. You know, maybe you need to find some tech people. You know, they could be people straight out of some sort of education. You know, they understand it's tech, but they haven't spotted the business problem that you've fallen in love with yet. And you might have to give them a little bit of the shares of the company that you're building. You know? mm, yeah. Partnering like that is one way to do it. The second thing is if you have proved the value proposition, you've managed to attract the customer, you're doing something worthwhile, you can actually go and find some money for that. You know, it could be borrowing from a bank, but it could also be looking for investors that want to get in the tech space as well. You know, those financial people, they also want to put a toe in the water, you know, and if you've got something to show, you're going to start getting into those conversations and things can happen. I think that is loud and clear. Thank you once again uh, for shedding light, Mason Mary. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, we'll be looking forward to having a chat with you again next Tuesday. Love the chat. Stay All safe. Right. Cheers, Mason. Right. Uh, Mason Mary is the co-founder of Law Trust. And just speaking to us about some of the things that, you know, you might have to look into if you're thinking of starting a tech-based company or an app-based company, you know. I always say to my friends that um, information right now is is super free, man, you know. Besides listening to Tech Survey Tuesdays on Just Drive, um, I'd advise people to also check out YouTube, you know. A- anything that you're kind of interested in that is more tech-related, all of that information is there on Google and YouTube. You know, I spend more of my time uh, on those particular sites, trying to learn more about these things tech-related, uh, just so that I'm not necessarily in the dark when it comes to stuff like that, you know. But yeah, shout out to Mason. We're going to be having a chat with him again next week, Tuesday for Techs every Tuesday. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit CapricornFM.co.za.